Melissa, we're recording uh-huh. on a Thursday because I survived. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> I, I was hiding in, in the corner of my house. Not like, I guess not the corner of my house. In the like you're center not supposed hallway to be in a corner. Yeah, you're not supposed you, to be in there. You got to be in the middle. Uh, I, I think since I've moved here to Oklahoma, uh, we've had our like most severe weather warning uh, where we were yesterday um, to the p- 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 point that we were like, yeah, well, we should maybe not podcast today uh, as mm. like my roof gets ripped off uh, and I'm sitting there like, all right, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah. Yeah, I I survived. We 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 had to put the cats uh, up in one of the closets to make sure they were safe. We were just hanging out in our hallway. There was quite an adventure. Mm-hmm. So how was your week? <laughs> I, it's fine. Weathered here. Weather here is much more mild. I learned truly shocking information today, Kyle, that I Ooh, needed to share me. with you specifically. Today, I watched a video called. Oh, I put the link in here. Let me open the thing back open so I can get the actual full title. This is a video from the YouTube channel Offhand Disney, one of my favorite Disney parks channels called Mm -hmm. Top 10 Disneyland Ghosts, parentheses, the truth. (laughs) Now, I have. Have you seen the videos of the potential Disneyland ghosts? Has this reached you? No, you you, you, of the. Two of us, you are the like Disney Park uh nerd fanatic expert um of the two. two, two you can't two call of us. me nerd fanatic expert when I'm the person who just watches the YouTube videos and I don't make the YouTube videos. Well, I mean, I just of the two of us, you know more <laughs> than me. Like most I, of, of two of the two of us, I am the Gundam <laughs> expert, right? I might not be a Gundam expert, but of the two of us. I am a Gundam expert. <laughs> right. You know Gundam and I know Baymax, I guess. Sure. But yeah. There's these videos. I've seen them around even before I was a big theme park nerd. Not sure how long they've been around 10, 15 years, something like that, where it shows it's like footage from inside like the security booth at Disneyland, mm. I think, not Disney World, okay. Disneyland with this mysterious ghostly shape that you see across like the bank of security monitors in a couple different monitors showing different angles, different feeds of the walkways and queues right outside of the haunted mansion. You see this mysterious sort of blurry glowy figure walk around. Nobody was able to explain exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. There's I've seen videos of what looks like a ghost. Um, you know, like a shape, like a forum sitting in like Space Mountain or sure. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean or something. Okay. You'll see these every once in a while. Yeah. So this is what this video starts off being about. This video from Offhand Disney. And then he starts talking about how in 2009. Oh, they have names. Number 10 is George. <laughs> George, George the ghost. So back in 2009 or 2010, when Toy Story 3 was about mm-hmm. to come out. Sure. Do you remember that there was a vintage toy commercial for the Lotso Hug and Bear? The commercial that would have been on TV in the 80s when that see. toy was, you know, supposedly created and sold in the canon of the Toy Story universe. Do you remember seeing that? I don't. Not off the top of my head. I, well, there's it's a, a good chance I saw it. If it was, in fact, a real thing, but. Well, know. picture an 80s toy commercial, but they're they're holding uh, a real life version of the Lotso Hug and Bear, the, the sure, yeah. foe of Toy Story 3. So the video starts talking about that commercial all of a sudden, and it says that that commercial uh, was actually just quietly dumped on YouTube on a channel full of other real 80s like vintage toy commercials it just snuck right in there as if it was something absolutely real i think i found the commercial on yes youtube yeah and then offhand disney tells us who made that commercial kyle it was our old friend christopher cantwell was it really yes yes oh my god 
worked in this capacity making odd promotional videos for Disney at some point in the past and is how we got this. So he's talking about the Lotso Hug and Bear viral ad. And then he goes back to talking about the ghost videos. And these things are connected because Christopher Cantwell also made the ghost videos. Did he really? Yes, he was part of a team. A team that wow. also included Scott Gardner, co-host of podcast The Ride. So, like, I okay, yeah, I've heard you. The call was them. coming from inside the house, Kyle. I've so watched all, so these videos. I've known for, these for like ten years. So that's what I was gonna say. For like years and years, pe- people thought that this was like real ghost footage yes, uh, in, yes. like, in Disney, and it turns out it's all or, a big scam. Or, 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 or believed just, it like, to an be an elaborate joke, right? Right, or believed it to at least be worth considering. Maybe this is a hoax. People have had trouble disproving how it's a hoax. We don't know. Uh, And then apparently, yeah, in 2020, a year where it was very easy to miss things like this, Christopher Cantwell, who you and I know is co-creator of the TV show Halt and Catch Fire and writer of some very good Doctor Doom comics, was like, yeah, I did that. (laughs) I did did that old Lots of Hug and Bear commercial. I did those ghost videos. What what other viral videos or just like odd internet videos that I saw like 10 or 15 years ago that I've thought was true was secretly made by the co-creator of one of my favorite TV shows like God that's kind of Did wild. Sam Esmail make the Rainbow Sponge Lady? Is that what I'm going to find <laughs> out next? Yeah, so like so someone like J- Jeff Lemayer made some like obscure like apply it directly to your forehead. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, I don't. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Now, now I'm like I'm wondering if he's like somehow put Easter eggs in his other content. To like hint that he was the creator of, of that stuff, You're like it was me all along. What? Like you Stanley Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick supposedly revealing that he faked the moon landing footage within The Shining. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's so funny. Oh man, welcome to the Captain's welcome. Log, the palindromatic number two hundred and thirty-two. Of oh. the Whatnots Captain's Log. Yeah, I, I always like the, the palindrome ones. Those ones are cool. Uh, unfortunately, was... it's not the it's not episode 420. T- today no. is Thursday the 20th uh, for all yes. you Simpsons. April 20th, <laughs> not just any 20th. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I yeah, that I had that's that like has me just like, what is going right. on here? Right. My, and my, I'm like, you're the one person who shifted. I can tell this to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Uh, well, speaking of Disney stuff, Melissa, I want to jump into something that I, I don't know anything about. And I don't okay. know if you've gotten a chance to look at this thing yet. I, um, I did glance over it. What you put in our our Google Doc was an article of Disney Disneyland rides ranked by the LA Times. And I was wondering yes. if you, like, there's a ton of these. Everybody has tried to rank Disney rides. Is Did you look at this? Did something specific about this call out to you? Do you know so, this journalist? I, I don't know the ju- ju- journalist. Uh, yeah, this is written by Todd Martins, uh, d- d- who on the LA Times has Game Critic next to uh his his name here but uh i saw i saw a a couple people that i follow on twitter tweeting about this just being like this list is absurd like (laughs) what is happening here and Mm. and uh like like in in the spirit of like this is ridiculous i want to yell about this but like in a nice way like i just want to talk about this list because there's some wild things on 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 here so as i alluded to earlier you are the disney theme park know-it-all from us enthusiast yeah sure um So I I wanted to run this list by you. Does anything about this list stand out? Is is this as as absurd as I've heard these two people talking about on Twitter? (laughs) Two, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Just no, immediately I will saw say, it was like podcast material. <laughs> okay. I went to Disney World once. I have never been to Disneyland. These two parks contain some of the same rides, but there are substantial differences between them. Like the Anaheim versus the Orlando Pirates of the Caribbean. I know is not the exact same ride experience. So I'm yeah. I'm not I'm the best qualified person you know, probably, yeah. but I, I am not among the best qualified people, period, to go over this. For sure. For sure. But like I, I my, my knowledge of this stuff is so much le- like they have their their number one highest ranked ride is it's a small world. I love this. I support uh, it. Right. They, they got Pirates of the Caribbean up there, Haunted Mansion. Those are all the top three. Um, but then, like, they have other things on here that, like, Disney Railroad is number six. Like, I, I, I don't know if that's it, it's supposed to be ridiculous or not. Uh, the, the monorail is-, is number nine. Yeah. I, you, have to, you have to slow down. First off, so we're reading this article in the Los Angeles Times. For every ride, it gives you a paragraph, and then it says read all. And when I click read all, it takes me back to the top of the page. So there's content here I am missing. I don't have Todd's full argument. We um, may be looking at this article by other means uh, to get past the paywall. <clears throat> um, I can't even tell that's what it is. Like, nothing is telling me you have been paywalled. I'm just like, can I click this? And it's like, welcome back to the top of the page. Do you remember me? Yeah. Yeah. This is it. I, I just thought I would at least run this by you. So if you if mm. it, like to, so that if you glanced at it and saw something like what number 10 is. Such and such. No way. Okay. It's the worst ride no. ever. <laughs> no, the top five makes sense to me. Although the number five ride is Radiator Springs Racers, which is in Disney California Adventure, um, which is fine. It just depends on if you came here looking for all of the Disneyland resort at large or just Disneyland itself specifically. Number one being It's a Small World, that is a surprising choice, but I stand by it. I really love It's a Small World. It's touching. It's inspiring. It's true. It's like the most true thing there ever has been. Okay. Okay. I can I can see an argument. Like, you that. know, the song we all know how the song it's, goes. It's like, I, I yeah, I like I, I feel that one is also maybe the most famous uh, like when when you make a reference to a Disney theme park, I feel like more often than not, it's going to be some kind of nod to it's a small world. Yeah. So I can see it's, why it, that one would get number one. It's it's famous, but it is also infamous in that people do not like the song. The song plays constantly on a loop. Yeah. Uh, because there are Disney parks in across the world, Anaheim, Orlando, Paris, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Tokyo. I believe all of them have some form of It's a Small World. All of them play some version of that song. So that song plays like almost on a 24-hour loop based on the time zones of all of those countries. Right. Like I think 2020 was the first time in decades that somebody somewhere was not playing the song It's a Small World. (laughs) But the song really annoys people. Like this is a ride that I think is more mocked than it is beloved sure, like sure, they think yes. the song's annoying they think the dolls are creepy i i love it because when you think about the song it's a world of laughter it's a world of tears it's a world of hopes it's a world of fears mm, four out deep. of four all of those are true i think it's accurate i think it it understands the human experience i go on the <laughs> ride i feel meta. more human <laughs> poetry slam thing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got number 20 here is Star Tours. The adventures continue. Never been on Star Tours. Uh, which Ra- just the railroad beat. I don't know from. At n- number 21, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Oh, people do seem to love that ride. I am surprised that is a, a smidge lower than it would have been otherwise. Other like Mi- Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is another very new ride, is here at 13. Rise of the Resistance is number four. 
which yeah. everything I've heard about Rise of, Res- Res- Rise of the Resistance, that is truly a cinematic powerhouse of a ride. Yeah. Thankfully, Man, you space- just barely beat out Matterhorn bobsleds number t- at number two. So good job, Guardians of the G- 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 Galaxy, for uh, beating out the Matterhorn bobsleds. <laughs> Space Mountain at 18 surprises me. I, of course, this might be one of those things where it's very different between Anaheim and Orlando. I loved it in Orlando. Big, big fan of Space Mountain. Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run at 26. Hmm. Uh, oh my Mr. Toad's what is, Wild Ride. What? It, what is? Why this? is that twenty nine? Why is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride below the canoes? Canoes are barely a ride. It contains no toads, and you don't go to hell. Kyle, do you know that that's what happens in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Mr. Toad goes to what? a bar and he gets drunk and he crashes his car and then he goes to hell. <laughs> This is this is a real thing. It's true. He I'm that's it. There's flames. There's like little devil goblin guys. He goes. Wow. That that truly is a wild ride. (laughs) I I, I have never even heard of this one. Didn't know this existed. I've never heard anyone mention it even once. I like yeah like I that's what just what I you've was. never you've never even heard the phrase Mr. Toad's Wild Ride that's like no. an old school Disneyland ride I think it's Not just seeped into pop culture because it's in Disneyland next to Hollywood where people write screenplays so they might mention a Disneyland ride and that's one of the oldest interesting interesting yeah no I've I've uh not seen or heard that one. Oh, Mad Tea Party at number 40. And another one kind of like roller coasters. I think that's kind of like uh it's a small world in that it is sort of infamous. Like you have a lot uh, yeah. of fun on Mad Tea Party. It's very iconic. Could also sicken you. You people have all sorts <laughs> of reactions to the Mad Tea Party. Ooh man, coming in at number 45, the red car trolley. <laughs> again barely like can you ride it yes is it a ride <laughs> i guess for the purposes of this list sure i mean if 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 the qualifications for this list was like can you ride it <laughs> then yes. i then i i feel like your parents stroller should 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 be in this on list dad's shoulders yeah. number one ride <laughs> exactly right <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, how close are you to a ride right now? I think there's a water park not okay. too far from here. Um You have at least one Ferris wheel in Oklahoma City, just freestanding. Yes. Yeah. Um I I don't know about like actual theme park though. When when I lived in Richmond, I was like Maybe an hour away from, I think, like King's Dominion or mm. something like that. Big old Probably uh, Six Flags theme park thing. Yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's see. What, what do they have here as the very last one that they put on their list? Uh, ooh, number 57, oh. Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. I... Mm- not a ride I think people are wild about, but not a ride that upsets anybody. It's like it's like mini golf. It's like glow in the dark. There's <laughs> standees. You shoot a little gun at stuff and you get points. There you go. That works. That's a ride. Yeah. Per- perfectly <laughs> serviceable. More exciting than trolley. More exciting than canoe. Here's Although else when you're I, on a canoe. When you're on a canoe, it, there are long canoes. There's several of you. You work sure. together to paddle yourselves around. I guess there is a... I've never canoed. There it must sure, be a yeah. teamwork aspect that people yeah, really enjoy. You, you don't both want to be rowing on the same side, right? You want to, like, alter, alternate the, the stuff, right? So you go straight Think and so. turn. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but here's something that I saw. So underneath each 
like name of the ride here on on the these lists here it has like i i don't i don't know if i would really call this descriptors but they almost remind me like you know you know when you let netflix sit and it does the screens thing all 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 that stuff and it's like witty cinematic uh and and it just has these like just descriptions of what the show are buzz Lightyear, Mm. astro blasters one of the descriptions is dark ride (laughs) no that like that is the standard technical term dark ride is any ride that is in the dark it is inside a building with lighting effects and scenery like yeah that makes sense but like the first thing my mind goes to of, of is is like this is a dark ride this one's for all the goths out there. <laughs> like, I, I mean, that's like, like you got your dark Mr. rides Toad's and then you have your haunted. Ride sounds like ride. a dark ride. <laughs> yeah, there's sometimes there's a dark, dark ride, which is Haunted Mansion, Mr. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, uh, any of the Haunted Mansion variants at Disney parks around the world, such as Mystic Manor. Trying to see what else got a dark ride. The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Undersea Adventure gets a dark ride. It's it's so in the, the me- it's in the dark. It's like the six adventures fla- of Winnie the Pooh, the dark version of Winnie the Pooh. I, I don't Blood like honey. you mocking this space that I live in every day, Kyle. I, <laughs> I live and breathe dark rides. <laughs> it's great. That's great. I I, I know nothing about all, all of this stuff, so I just thought we should take a look at it <laughs> this is we fun. if you ever want to learn <laughs> write nothing else on our docket just write melissa tell me about disney world and you've got yourself like 80 minutes <laughs> good stuff good stuff uh oh man uh let's see what should we what should we do next we've done all sorts of uh theme park stuff um should should we so at one point, we were like, hey, we should c- come up with spoofs on on the podcast. Uh, and we never did because of Pocky. I you you cannot just say, let's do some spoofs. You have to give us parameters. So I when I because we like I did originally right was like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna come up with spoofs of like big like movie franchises we can name it what we want if you want to come up with a plot or who who you think should be an actor in it if you want to you can uh but just like come up with a spoof or two of no (laughs) too broad too broad franchise no you got you gotta winnow it down it has to be like uh like the other week at trivia, I came. Somebody named their team "Everything Everywhere All at Once." Describes my trivia knowledge. So I name. I came up with other trivia team names that were puns on Oscar-nominated movies. Like instead of the Fablemans, it's the Factmans. The answers sure, of yeah. Anna Sharon, women answering. Because I had like two things I could combine. You have to limit yourself, Kyle. You can't just say do a movie spoof. There have to be Come rules. You spoof. have to put me in a box. <laughs> so, like the when I thought of this idea for the podcast, uh, I we were in the middle of watching all of the of the Fast and the Furious movies, and we were playing with my cats, and one of them got the zoomies. And I was like, oh, man, it's the cats and the curious. And and then I was like, this is it. What if it's just Fast <laughs> and the Furious, but it's it's all cats? Uh-huh. And, and then I was like tr- trying to come up with a plot, which I did not actually come up with one. And I was like, <laughs> I'll save it. This will be a great like <laughs> podcast thing we can come up with but then we never got to i was like that's what's happening next week on the captain's log no i tried to talk you into a better idea is what happened (laughs) (laughs) but but so so i I, like my question to you is 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 this something like is this (laughs) something we should do down the road should we be like all right let's actually have a spoof night where we like pitch each other our 
are spoofs here. You have to make this razor thin. Like I said, you put us in a box and then we see what we can do. Just saying, make any joke out of any movie title. Yeah. That's such a big sandbox. I'm going to get lost. I'm going to fall face first in the sand and I'll drown and a big worm will eat no, that's, me. That's fair. That's a fair. big worm will eat the entertainment factor of the podcast <laughs> if we're just waiting around trying to glue random things together. Is your podcast troubled by worms? <laughs> <laughs> Act now and you can get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, is is that I mean, I mean yes, we, we can c- come up with better parameters. Oh, but is this an idea that we should explore down the road? Yes or no? Sure, sure, okay. we could. Cool. I. You you can make up a spoof on your own time and just bring it here. Like if you spend <laughs> the next week really thinking about the cats and the curious. And you make like a cat pun for everybody's names, like Michelle Pod Riguez. If you come to me with something like this next week on your own, we'll talk about it. It'd just be so awkward if it's just like, uh, so so next up on our list here, we have, uh, so I, I I have a spoof that I want to, to, <laughs> just like, just, there's just no context, no context. This is my I'm book just like, report. <laughs> So this is the spoof that I came up with this week. <laughs> I'll tell oh, you what. Man. Try this. Try this as something for trivia night this year. Like describe a spoof of a movie and make mm. us work backwards to figure out what the movie is. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Or, if we or ma- like- if we make like a a game out of it instead of just saying what if this happened. Then right, what? Like, <laughs> like if we're actually trying to guess or solve something, we can do I that. I have to read the description of like an actual spoof that exists of some franchise, and based off the like back of the box, like here's what this movie's about. Oh. Like you have to guess what it's spoofing. That right? That'd, that'd be a like good describe one. the plot of disaster movie, and we have to name the five movies that are spoofed in disaster movie. The, yeah, yeah, or like ho- ho- hopefully it's it's a little bit more narrowed into where it's like, oh, the spoof is the Fast and the f- and the Furious, right? Or they are spoofing John Wick, right? Um, and then it's not because 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 then like with one, once they have like the multiple uh, ones that you, you could do, you could kind of make arguments for all sorts of ones that it's spoofing, right? Instead mm-hmm. of one that's like it's it's an obvious spoof on this thing space balls is an obvious spoof on star wars right we'll workshop this yeah okay cool (laughs) that's 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 all i had with we're entering our workshop the note cards on the bulletin board we're gonna you know this is gonna go around the writer's room you know it's not gonna be ready for this week's sketch show but in the future Yeah. yeah down the road down the road uh, that being said, though, I say we take a quick break for some housekeeping. Uh, okay. when we come back, we got our cinema corners. We got some Marvel rumors, some new trailers, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lots of movie news and things like that. So we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, Head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. 
Once again, a big shout out to our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, over on the Pilots Club, our Patreon exclusive podcast this month, we covered Bob Patterson. Mm-hmm. You've heard us, if you've been listening to hear the show, you've heard us mention it a bunch. It's just an odd show that it's just like, what? I, I, I don't know, like, Melissa, you're into like a lot of lost media uh yes. and, and stuff like that and that's how you found this i i really hope that no, down the road no, we I, can find i remembered more. it of my own oh. volition i okay. stored the memory of bob patterson in my head for 22 years and then when i googled bob patterson one of the first articles was a lost media wiki and i was shocked to find out that this thing that i've held on to the world has not <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can go hear us talking about the pilot episode of Bob Patterson. Uh, It's an interesting one for sure. Uh, Coming up next month, though, we will be talking about the pilot of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, uh, which I just finished watching uh, that show. And it is phenomenal. Cannot say enough good things about that one. Um, But right here on the captain's log last week, if you did not catch it. We talked about Mario's human hands, his weird human hands, ew, as well as Star Wars Celebration, <laughs> as well as the, the creature Commando's cast and all sorts of yeah. stuff. Yeah, We were catching up on some pop culture news there. It was a lot of fun. Uh, over on the review show, Melissa, you and I got to talk about some Flintstones comics. And never in we my met life them. did I think that I would be like, okay, let's dive into spoilers on the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. The little bird turns to the camera and says, it is a living. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, yeah, it, it was episode 250 of the review show. Uh, so I thought it would be a good time to be like, hey, what were some of my favorite things that that I covered back on the original podcast that we did when we when we first started the whatnots? And what can I bring back onto the the review show? So Flintstones is what we picked. And I think that was a great pick. Those those comics are really funny. Uh, Mm -hmm. Go go check that out. Uh, and then over on the reactor core, Melissa, you and I got to talk about some more of the yellow jackets. Uh, we got to talk about episodes three and four. Uh, and then just yesterday before the storm hit, uh, me and Ignacio got to t- talk about the second half of the Mandalorian season three. Uh, that podcast went out uh this morning as of the day we are recording this so it will already be up and out by time you guys are hearing this live in your podcast feeds and stuff like that so go check all that stuff out um lots of cool things that we've we've done over here at the whatnots recently Mm -hmm. yeah we're busy indeed melissa yes renfield oh let's talk about red let's start with that we, we can't talk. Renfield. We can't start with Venture Brothers. The biggest news oh, of the week. Sure. The biggest yes, news yes, of the week yes. that isn't Christopher Cantwell directed a ghost right, video. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yes. Let's start with this Venture Bros clip. So I I saw this. I sent it to you. Turns out yes. I was not the only one to have sent yes. this to, yes. <laughs> to, to you. Three people sent um, it to me. Yeah. Which, which that that has to be. A good feeling, though, right? When like everyone yeah. knows that like you love this thing, and some like, news <laughs> happens on this thing, and then just like Melissa, this is your it thing. Was, <laughs> what a wonderful treat it was in the middle of the day because the Venture Brothers. It aired season. I don't have to get. We've been over this, so I don't have to go over the whole backstory. We but it was, it was a show that the, aired on the review show. Yes, yes, yeah. it aired seven seasons and then we were very excited for season eight and then we learned that season eight was canceled uh and then we lived in a a terrible malaise for several months and then we learned that adult swim was giving it a a movie to wrap things up and it was giving it and like metalocalypse and uh aqua teen some of its other like long-running shows one in the yeah 
you guys all get like one more movie, continue your story, wrap up your story as needed. Uh, and at that time, the announcement was this is getting like a Blu-ray release before it ever hits HBO Max. And I've been very excited for the promise of physical media. And I think this time last year, maybe, there was a tweet from James Urbaniak saying he had recorded his last piece of dialogue as Dr. Mm. Venture, which I was very emotional about. And I haven't heard anything since then. Not, I'm not a very active person on social media. I haven't been seeking anything out. I've just sort of been waiting for the universe to place news in my path, knowing that many people know this is my favorite show. And if Boy, they heard anything, it, yeah. they would just tell me. <laughs> it would just be grapevined on down to me. And uh, I just wanted to know it was still out there, that the candle yeah. is still burning. And this week we got not a trailer, but just uh, like a, n- a 90 second clip of the movie, which is going to be yeah. titled Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. Yeah. <laughs> which I can't untangle at this time, but I imagine will be contextualized in the movie itself. That's why I did not immediately be like, let's do a reaction. Yeah, to, it, it, it wasn't a trailer like we, we get a, a hint at what might be the plot mm. based on and, this and clip. It is, but it's and so it's, vague. I'll say it's yeah. And it's not very surprising. Like, it seems like the natural continuation of where season seven left off, which is uh, yeah. kind of comforting. Yeah, that it's doing exactly what you think it's going to be doing. And it was such a weird relief at how normal everything looked like. It doesn't seem like they slashed the budget or anything. Like everybody like looks and sounds the same animations as good as it ever was. It, mm-hmm. It's got the same feeling to it just in this like little clip. I'm like, that's that's the boys I know and love. Yeah, you know, yep. there's not the juiciest content in this clip. But boy, is it nice to see them and to get the promise that I'll see more of them again soon. Later Gosh, this yeah. year promises the trailer which is promises this little clip which is enough for me i will take calendar year 2023 as enough of a promise yeah which it's it's interesting to me that they released a clip and not in like an official teaser or something like that um that's an just an interesting marketing i mean i guess in a weird way this is a teaser uh and Mm. maybe one of the better representations of a teaser versus mm-hmm. what people normally say a, te- yeah. a teaser is it's like a three minute teaser and it's like here's the plot of the whole movie right and just right. no i don't this is this is a full t- trailer but it's a I, spoiler filled trailer right so we actually got a teaser i guess but you do feel teased regardless yes. of whether it calls itself teaser or trailer i feel teased i never feel I trailed too. yeah yes yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but it, like even when I when I put this link in one of the other discords that I'm in, like even the reaction to that was like, oh, man, they're still making this. How long has this been in limbo? And I, I was like, actually, it really hasn't been in limbo. They've just been silent since they announced yeah. it, which was only like a year ago, year and a half ago, like two, mm-hmm. I mean, two years at the most. But like it, yeah, two it's, years it's anim- for animation, maybe, maybe? that's. It takes a long long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is kind of the the I I I think that that that's what people remember about the show is that between seasons. Yes. It took forever. It was Mm -hmm. so long, Um, which I like I didn't even watch the show at that time. But I remember it, it just like taking years for them to come out with a new season. Uh, so I, I think that stuck in people's he- heads that of just like, oh, oh, they're still making this. I thought they announced that like five years ago. Uh, it's like, no, they announced no. this like it's, two years it's... ago. Here, here it is. <laughs> you never react <laughs> right to the time. Summer Olympics like, gee, they're still doing that. Yeah, it, it happens. I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're still, we're still they're making still... Olympics. When God, is the I'm, series I'm... finale of Olympics? <laughs> I like even like earlier last year i hear, hear like people on podcasts mentioning the the show survivor and not referencing like the old originals that it's still ongoing kyle it's, it's, kyle 
Kyle, I have to talk about Survivor. I have to talk about Survivor. They still make the show? What they do the still hell? make Survivor. Hold on. I have never watched Survivor. Uh, when the show first premiered in like the early 2000s, I was in... A, I, I a watched it back program. then. Yeah. I, at that time, I was in a gifted program at school and there was a Survivor type class where we sort of did challenges and the class was arranged like the way the show was arranged. We made little teams. We had to come up with a mascot did for our kids teams. kids get kicked out? <laughs> like, no, you no. You no longer smart. Get out. <laughs> no, it was just about like, you were not eliminated. There just was a winner. And then there were people who did not win. What I remember about it most is you had to come up with a team mascot and make a flag. And everybody's team mascot was a Pokemon, but we weren't saying it's mm. a Pokemon. We just changed it enough. Like, they were all the legendary birds, but we're like, I'm Ice Bird, um, and that team's Firebird, and ours is going to be dissimilar enough from the Pokemon, and we're going to be real mad at you if yours looks right. too much like the Pokemon. That's my primary memory of taking this class in the year 2000, I think. Zapticuno would, would be the <laughs> name, right? It's like, it's not this one, it's not that one. <laughs> Dead Meat, one of my favorite YouTube channels. They do a horror movie kill counts and recaps oh, and I all sorts of really, them. Yeah. Okay. really fun horror movie games. Look to their podcast for fun games to play. They do horror survivor. The two, the husband and wife that run the show are like big survivor fans. They've both been watching it for years and they've done mm -hmm. three of these episodes now. I think they do it every time like a new season of survivor. The show starts where they make okay. they like pull horror movie character names out of a hat and make tribes out of them and they just sort of figure out all right how is freddy krueger going to do in this scenario and like <laughs> chelsea's got a list do of they, uh, do they play it out just like verbally how they think it would play out yes or do yes, they do like yes. a tabletop like role playing no, or like no. okay roll to see if Dracula will beat the ch the challenge here. <laughs> uh, sometimes there is a dice roll for a random event. Like Chelsea has looked mm. at so much of his uh, survivor lore. Like she's picked out like challenges from the show. Like now we're going to do this type of challenge. They follow the exact structure of a season of survivor. And sometimes she'll know, okay, it is, it is about this time that we should have a character who like, sprains an ankle and she'll like roll a dice to determine randomly like which character it is that sprains an ankle or like yeah gets sick or something like that but it's been i got gotcha. very fun to see them reason all that right we fun. put megan on the island megan is an android megan doesn't need to eat how is anybody gonna beat megan <laughs> well obviously it's there's so no fun for her to recharge so, uh, <laughs> It's been really fun to listen to. I didn't know a thing about That's Survivor, cool. and then I listened to their Survivor horror episodes, and now I want to get into Survivor. They make it sound really fun, and I think that's hysterical that here in the year 2023, having never seen it before, I'm like, you're just starting. I, I want to watch check it. out what Survivor is. Is it too late for me to jump on? <laughs> that's funny. Um, so I man, you you've now given me the option to segue two different ways. Do oh, we segue your back to Renfield? Because like speaking of horror, mayobies. Speaking of them. Speaking of dice rolls, do do I talk about the 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 podcast that I've been listening to? I just have a small aside with with that one. Uh, it's up to you. What is this dice podcast you were listening to? Is so, this a, a live play tabletop? Yes. Live play podcast called Friends at the Table. Uh, they okay. do. I think I've heard of that. Number of different campaigns. Right now, I'm going through uh, their one called Counterweight. Um, and mm -hmm. it is a cyberpunk mecha noir uh, story. So, of, of, of yes. course, it's just like, you know, it's it's for me. Um, but I, I I listen to a couple of the people on that show on uh, other podcasts that they do when I've followed their work. And at first I was just kind of listening to the show as I was f f falling asleep at night. 
just to have something playing that I like. Mm. You know, at first I was just like, I should really check out this podcast, but I'm also not really into D&D stuff. But mm. I don't know. I'm getting into this show. <laughs> it's kind of oh, cool. Good. Um, but there's one moment that it's two moments really something that happened that has now come back like 10 episodes down uh-huh. down the road I, I just have to mention because i thought it was the funniest thing uh so they're they're on this mission they're doing this one thing and one of the characters is trying to hack into a computer um he gets interrupted by this older like npc who like has bad eyesight bad hearing uh and he tried to convince this npc that he was in fact the guy that was supposed to work there he is in fact larry Mm. um and and he it, it works the guy goes away he continues hacking but then Larry comes in, the real one, no. and like they don't look anything like each other, all that stuff. And he's he, he's he, like the the GM is 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 like, yeah, Larry has come back in. He's like, hey, who are you? You're not supposed to be here. And the the character's response to the situation what was to like. <sighs> Not, like it's that in, in initial shock right of just like uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like i'm busted but then immediately goes into the like i'm saying the same line as you that you're saying it and his move was to convince him that he is also in fact larry and it wow. worked <laughs> they they rolled oh, no. they did all of that stuff it worked and so now the real larry like walks out of this room just like just thinking about his life of just like what happened like why are there two of me like all of that stuff mission continues on the story goes on and then 10 episodes down down the road they're about to embark on their their next mission and uh the guy who tried to convince these uh, other people that he was Larry is sitting in his room on the ship when someone else walks in and it looks exactly like him. And he's, and he's just like, what are you doing? He goes, Oh, Hey, it's me, Larry. Ah! <laughs> and so now, like the, the, the guy left, he rethought his whole life must've gotten like plastic surgery or like cybernetic stuff to make himself look like the g- g- guy that he saw. And then was like, you know, I should really go find my other <laughs> self to like join them. <laughs> and so we now they just have, they have a second Larry. <laughs> I, I do. We've just acquired a doppelganger, a yeah. voluntary doppelganger as the campaign went on. Yeah. And, and like, that's the thing is that this guy like changed himself to look like him, thinks he like he's like, man, I, like I like you convince me that you're also Larry. That's not actually his name. So they haven't like told him yet. That's like, that's not actually my name. <laughs> like, I'm not mm. actually Larry. Um but I just I just I found the whole situation like this is so stupid. I love it. <laughs> it's been a long it's time good. since I've listened to any live play tabletop RPG podcasts, but I used to be really into them. Uh, but I, I do love that if you propose a silly idea, if the dice roll backs you up, if that's works, what's happening works. now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I like that random chance could just force you into these very silly plot lines absolutely absolutely uh well yeah let's let's circle back to renfield speaking of silly plot lines circle assault yes there you go uh so you and i both went to go see renfield this past week um i i had a blast i i thought this was pretty funny yeah um it's it's real light on like the the writing the the plot the, i think the plot is strong like they have a great idea for what mm. it is but it's not a v- yeah. very involved plot yes right but that's all it, it needs like it, yeah, it just, it's it's a good time it's fun <laughs> you, I, you think? I think the i think the initial concept is very solid that dracula's renfield his servant 
goes to a, a self-help group session for abuse trying to find other people yeah. that that <laughs> dracula can bite and he's like you know what it is time i start standing up for myself i am in a toxic relationship he is a terrible i gotta turn boss. my yeah. life around <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I like had that no concept. idea that robert karkman was involved and he was one of the people that helped come up with the concept or who knows what i don't know but yeah it was good mm. it's there's there's other stuff that's kind of cookie cutter like the the plot about did the criminals killed my dad and that's why i became a cop to avenge my dad like there's there's some parts of it that did feel kind of like they could have used another pass or two, but there's other stuff that I thought was really inventive. And like how yeah. they use the camera. Like as soon as Rinfield's like, I'm turning my life around. I'm doing it. There's a star wipe. One of the finest uses of a star wipe. And then they play like a yeah. Lizzo song as he's like, yeah. I'm going to Macy's. I'm getting real close. I'm buying an apartment. He paints the apartment all these bright colors. He blasts it's like, it's the like thing from Mr. In... Robot when he when he gets right. the, the Starbucks and he's just so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that kind of a scene. Yeah, he's yeah. covered his apartment in inspirational posters. Like he's got that a whole just collage say inspiration. They all just right, say inspiration on them. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's pretty fun stuff in there. We had a good time. Yeah, I loved yeah, the end good. credits. I love how they yeah. took archival footage of like the actual universal picture Dracula and put Nicholas Holt and Nick Cage in there. And then they do that with like other old vampire footage over the end credits. Yeah, old vampire I mean, movies. I shouldn't say old vampire footage like it's true to life documentarian, true life journalism. Can't well make these two. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, like I they like stylistically, I think the movie is really cool because, yeah, it's it's scary when it needs to, to be, which is not often. Um, but it's it's scary when it needs to be. It's funny when it needs to be. It's stupid when it needs to be like the gore in, in this. It's just yes. over the top. It's so silly. Very silly. Uh, yeah. Like I, I there's there's one fight scene when uh, they rip off one guy's arms and then he throws it to like stab another guy through a door. And then the, the cop like pulls out that arm and starts beating someone wait wait at it it's just it's it was fun i i i mm-hmm. i had a good time uh yeah. watching it and yeah it's just in, inventive i think yeah. imaginative so Th- this weekend at some point i'm going to go see evil dead rise so Ooh, i there you go that this is a good time for horror there's been some nice horror hits to go out there and see in a theater good stuff good stuff uh well let, let's let's end with this let's stay in the movie realm here uh so this week on twitter uh there has been a rumor going around that adam driver is in talks to play reed richards hmm. i i haven't really seen very many credible you know like this was happening or like it's re- reported that he's in talks it's only a rumor <laughs> But, like the other week when we had an article that was somebody talked about Clayface. Right. Yeah. Clayface <laughs> confirmed for Batman 2 villain. Um, God, some of the Internet out there is just ridiculous. Uh, but but yeah, how, how would you feel about Adam Driver as Reed Richards? My one requirement for Reed Richards is that he has to be a dork. Reed Richards can't be cool. OK. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I I agree with that. He's not supposed to be cool. Right. I I don't know. So I I'm not a huge Fantastic Four fan. I haven't read too mm. much of their stuff. Um I don't know if I would describe Reed as a dork other than he's like he's a side. I, th- I think my Reed is is the like he's married to his work. Kind yes, of re- I, like maybe less of a dork and more of a square. Y- yes, I I could see that he is more of a square. He is like he is the doting. Well, really, husband. he's any shape right. he wants to be <laughs> spiritually <laughs> a square. 
I mean, yeah, th- th- there's no need to, to to stretch him out in all these different directions. <laughs> he can do that him, himself, um, w- which I, I think is is also kind of his character, too, right? He's married to mm. the job. He has his wife. Yes. He has his family. Uh, he's mm. doing the superheroing business. He's arch enemies and rivals and kind of colleagues with Dr. Doom, Right. Like, I, I, I feel like he is the man pulled in a million directions. Yes. Um, and and as a result, like, can't fully commit himself to one of them. Right. If, mm. if that makes sense. But that like that doesn't necessarily make him. He is a dork. Right. He's super into science and dork. When I when I think about who I want to see is a live action Reed Richards. I, the answer to that question should be the same answer to the question of who do you want to see as a live action professor Utonium from the Powerpuff Girls? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can see that for sure. Um, interesting. Yeah. I, or I, I was even thinking of, of, of like on if, if he, if he played a more, serious role like who would play bill nye in a bill nye biopic uh <laughs> okay that's another good approach yes right? who was like the funny like or die sketch version of playing bill nye but 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 then yeah like i, I one of the reasons why i like we, we all like bill nye is that he's so funny he's so charming right like he he's silly Whereas I don't necessarily see Reed as silly. So if, if you kind no. of rein that in, but have that passion for science and, and stuff, right? It's like, that's him there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. I can see it it's right there. But I don't know. Like, I, I, I haven't seen much of Adam Driver's work outside of Star Wars. How is he? Same. So you've seen Logan Lucky. He's in that. Is he... Is, oh, is, is he is good in Logan Lucky. Because I, I feel like he has range. I just haven't yes. seen it. Yes. Because I haven't you, seen those movies. Not that it's like I should haven't watch seen Logan it it's Lucky. not out there. It's, he can't do it. It's um, one of my favorite movies of the last handful of years, Logan Lucky. Interesting. Interesting. Like, I, 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 I could see him doing it. This is what I, he's got. I'm not opposed. He's. He's got like the right body type. Like he's real tall, lanky, yes. angular. You look at that face and you're like, I can see that stretching. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I saw someone else. I, I don't know the actor's name. I think he's actually in the good place. African-American actor. Uh, yes. I, yes. The one from Quantumania. Yes. Yes. Him. Yes. William uh, Jackson I, Harper. Yes. I remember. I so I did not know him I'm before sure I saw some him. little yeah. news blip months ago saying he was cast in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. There were theories that this movie was going to yeah, include him. some sort of a a kickoff to the Fantastic Four, given director Peyton right. Reed's previous interest in directing a Fantastic Four movie. And they're like, is this guy a Reed? And just looking at him, I'm like, that's Reed energy. Like something about him looks like really yeah. smart. Kind of yeah. got that square energy to him. I, I, he, that's not I who he was, unfortunately. People men- mention him, yeah, as like we would love yes. to see him, him get yes. cast. He's right there, yeah. And I was just like, ooh, yeah, he he looks the part. I would love that. Mm. Um, but oh well, that's not happening. But yeah, that was exactly who I'm thinking mm. about. Uh, speaking of the good place, that's what we'll be covering on yes. uh, our end of the month specials over on the review show. Um, so I'm excited to finally check out that show. Mm-hmm. I have not yet, but I say we wrap the podcast up right there. How's that sound? Okay, sounds uh, good. All right, <laughs> well, we've got stuff on the plate for next week. I saw an entire live stage musical. We sure do. We sure do. Um, yeah. We will wrap things up right there. Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs? 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. There you go. Uh, if you guys would like to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. Y'all know the deal with all of that. If you're watching this on YouTube, got more videos over that way. Go check them out. That would help us out even more. Uh, but yeah, this has been number 232 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.